This week started with the sentencing of former Deputy Minister of Higher Education, Mtuduzi Manana. Manana was sentenced to 12 months in prison or a 100,000 rand fine by the Randberg Magistrate Court. Manana pleaded guilty to assaulting three women at a Johannesburg nightclub in August. Manana is also required to pay over 26,000 rand in compensation to the victims. The sentence was received with mixed emotions. The National Prosecuting Authority welcomed the sentence, while the EFF says it will challenge what it terms a disgraceful sentence handed down to Manana. Across the border, all eyes remain on Zimbabwe this week. Zimbabwe's military says it is making significant progress in talks with President Robert Mugabe for his departure while it pursues and arrests some allies of the leader and his wife. The military had Mugabe under house arrest since Tuesday. Meanwhile, Mugabe today turned up to a university graduation ceremony in the capital Harare, his first public appearance since the military staged an apparent coup. Many Zimbabwean nationals living in South Africa were excited at the military's actions earlier this week, hoping it would result in the immediate removal of Mugabe as president. I just want to congratulate the Zimbabwe Defense Forces for their smartest and non-bloodshed coup they did in Zim. This is so much great for Zimbabwean people. It's our Independence Day. We don't need, we don't need the Sadiq intervention right now. Now they want to send Sadiq envoy for what? You are just sitting on the terraces watching us suffering. So no, 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 no. We don't need Sadiq. We don't need OAU. We are going to. This is internal problem. We'll sort it out on our own. Thank you. As a Zimbabwean, I am very happy. I say hands up to Mr. Constantine Chwenga and all his army generals. What they did is a Christmas bonus for Zimbabweans. Us as Zimbabweans scattered everywhere in the world because of this old man. Further afield, France triumphed over South Africa and Ireland for the right to host the 2023 Rugby World Cup. South Africa was said to be the favourites going into the vote of the World Rugby Council in London. However, France came out victorious. World Rugby Chairman Bill Bamore made the announcement. We believe that this is the most comprehensive and transparent host selection process ever undertaken by World Rugby. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my great pleasure to announce that the host for the Rugby World Cup 2023 is France. The announcement was received with mixed emotions. While many were disappointed, many others were happy that South Africa did not win the right to host the 2023 World Cup, citing that we have too many issues to deal with as a country. I'm actually not surprised that we lost the bid. I mean, our country has been on international news of late regarding tourists coming in and being robbed straight from the airport. So why would people feel safe to come here and enjoy themselves? They won't. I mean, that's just an opportunity for thieves to just rob people left, right and centre. So I'm actually not surprised that we lost a bit. People don't feel safe to come to South Africa. Why should we be hosting people in our country where they might not even leave alive? To be honest, I think it's actually for the better. Let them go to France until we sort ourselves out. I am not entirely disappointed with this loss of hosting the Rugby World Cup. The available money that was going to be used for this World Cup cannot be channeled to the free tertiary education initiatives. We shall anyway enjoy the 2023 Rugby World Cup by watching it on TV here in South Africa. And those who want to watch it live can still go to France and spend their euros there. Many thanks. 
And lastly, SACP leader Chris Hani's killer Janus Walus will remain in jail after being denied parole. Justice Minister Michael Masuta made the announcement at a media briefing in Pretoria earlier today. This follows a Supreme Court of Appeal ruling in August, which gave Masuta 90 days to make a decision. And those are some of the news stories generating the most conversation on social media this week. For SABC News, I'm Mulebukheng Sibiri in Johannesburg.